uh, would allow me to do that. I've been wanting to set things on fire here for so long, and they keep not letting me. Perhaps if I held out like a little hot dog over it as as the table burned merrily in in someone's backyard. Yeah, we can make a whole evening of it, go to that one campsite that we went to oh, yeah. that one time. Yeah. Love it. And welcome back to the seventh start of the right podcast. This is session 32. How are you guys doing? I am caffeining up right now, so expect a very excited Nona about 30 minutes from this point in time. Perfect. I'm going to ramp up. Awesome. So one quick administrative thing. I'm talking to you now, viewers, not to these people at the table right now. A couple of us have been talking. We think we want to do another uh, meta episode in a bit. Um, and we do have some listeners out there. So if you guys want to send in some questions, I actually set up an email account because this is a thing that we're doing. Um, so the email account is uh, seventhstarpodcast at gmail.com. That is the number seven, <laughs> T-H-S-T-A-R podcast at gmail.com. So if you guys want to... I don't know, send some questions for us to answer. I probably won't go too much into story beats in the future because obvious spoilers and all of that. But any other questions, if you have, um, just send it there and I'll, I'll take a look at them and compile them and also probably add some of my own too when we do that meta episode again. Anywho, with Jeff, all of that out you, of the way. When you send in your own questions to that email, <laughs> oh, do you yes, put a... do you put on the mustache or do you just <laughs> or do you just make a different account? How how deep does the role playing go? <laughs> when I when I read them out, this will be this one's uh from Jeff in uh <laughs> spelled with a J. <laughs> it's totally different, guys. <laughs> Cooper Dargon again. Turns yeah. on the torque voice. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, if that's something that interests people out there, that might be something that we do more in the future. But we do have that that uh, email account now. So, anywho, getting back into what happened this past episode. What do you guys remember? I got my notes in front of me, so want, I know everything. Do you want, like, a good recap or the type of recap we normally do where we just shout out things at random that happened? Hey man, it reminds me. Like, <laughs> it, it, help, it helps me here at the table. Let's do a little yeah. column A, a little column B. No right. one's on a boat. No, I think we're Nona <laughs> and friends are I, on a boat. Not just Nona, actually. Yeah, it's true. And, and we, Dorian Gray is on the boat with. Us. Yeah, we got a friend who we may or may not be adopting. I'm not sure if we decided yet. No, I was no. told in no uncertain terms we yeah. do not adopt Dorian. Yeah, okay. no. I, I agree with that. That's which a good is call. a shame because that knife is sweet. Yeah, I remember Micah and Dorian Gray uh, kicked the flesh beast's ass <laughs> so bad that Jeff went oops. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that that is what happened. Maybe maybe a little bit more flesh on this beast. <laughs> a little bit more flesh on this flesh beast. And like add an extra like deer or two, maybe a squirrel from the roadkill pile. <laughs> A little more flesh, a little less knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it got like one solid attack in on Micah and was able to do nine damage in one swing. This is good. Which against yeah. against Micah is is not nothing, but considering the fact that I think Claire has only 12, 15 hit points, and I mm -hmm. think uh, Nona and Alex only have in the teens as well, that... One swipe of those uh, those scythe-like claws. Excuse would... you, I have twenty-one hit points. Oh, a I'm whole in the two twenties now. <laughs> You're right about me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you got it on the nose. 
he might have less hit points than Claire does. <laughs> so, so one of those uh, swipes to someone who is not super combat ready or, or basically building to be a warrior um, could take probably take them out in one attack, considering it also had two attacks. It missed its first one. Um, but yeah, Dorian Gray, Micah, and even Nona, I think, got some shots in on it. Yes, were I able did. I to deal quite a bit of damage to it, and it then teleported away then just like just, a little just teleported away bitch. just teleported away so that's apparently a thing that this thing can do this this <laughs> this flesh beast this fb so i'm really glad that it didn't teleport in where we are and decided instead to be creepy about it and like climb up the stairs because that would have really screwed us over well you don't know exactly how it works or if it has exertion or something like that as well. If you could just do it at will, then maybe it would just pop in, slice yeah, a couple and things we and would pop die. out. That's true. Yeah. That wouldn't be very narratively fun, though, would it? No, probably not. <laughs> and my flesh bestie only cares about the narratives. <laughs> <laughs> FB. So one other major thing that uh, happened right after this thing teleported away is everyone except for Nona couldn't quite remember what it looked like or what they even were fighting just then. That's right. And We've the, been referring mm-hmm. to it as the not bear. Yes, because it was it was a like a bear, but not a bear. It was not like a bear. But that's the closest Alex <laughs> can get to it, yeah. Yeah. And the the more uh people tried to hold on to that idea, the the more it almost fell th- slipped through their fingers. So that was not a fun thing. But one other major thing happened near the end of last episode. You guys remember what? Uh, yeah, we had a, a dream. You... Or re- I shared a dream. I... <clears throat> Claire and you had a dream. Claire had it. Shared. Yeah, yeah, together. And it was kind of intense, kind of flashbacky, and there was a prophecy. There was a prophecy. Oh, from, yeah. from way back when, apparently. So I'm just going to read it again now, yes, just yes. to remind people in case there was some forgetting. This is in the, the public knowledge folder, if you want to follow along. At home. At home. Uh, you don't have access to the public knowledge folder at home. Sorry, friends. Uh, an island lost to time and people, once housing grim designs overseen by silence, now sits undisturbed, tranquil. Gone are the days of ghastly fabrication. Horrid sounds of death and pain no longer walk the halls. The island can finally rest as it awaits a songbird to sing of its forgotten treasures. And this was a prophecy given to Micah in the shared dream state between Claire and Micah. Additionally, Micah, you had a a little brief uh, flashback dream. I did uh, uh, something in in your 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 backstory, so that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, fun dream times. You seemed happy. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a good flashback. It seemed like a, a great time. So a lot of a lot of things have happened on Orisiame. In fact, I, I'm let me actually look up how long you guys have been like on here. Three days, man. It's been such a long. <laughs> actually, long three I, I days. think I think it's only been. Six or so days. Yeah, this is the last day that the stay awake potion <laughs> works on works day. on Alex. Yeah, you really um, got your money's worth out of that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, th- we we um we first visited or, or started at least going towards Orisiame in episode sixteen, 
is currently episode 32. So this has been about half of the, the current life uh, of lifespan of this this podcast that we're doing. <laughs> Words are hard. Mm. Words are hard. So I, I think it might be useful to also do a quick recap of what do you guys, this has almost been a year in the making, Honorisiame, what do you guys, what what have you learned now um, since you have gotten here? Well, let's let's go over all of the, the big story beats, right? Pop quiz. Since um, we got to Orsiame? Yeah. Just to try and like, who are the who are the big players? What has sort of happened while you were here? Just to try and okay. put so everything thing. together. Who wants to start? So we came here because Micah is part of a freedom fighter sect that works against kind of the repression of psychic-powered people. And Micah, you wanted to go back and report on a mission that I don't think she ever told us about, the actual details of it? Uh, yeah, I think I mentioned when we were on Glaza 5 a little bit. But yeah, it was essentially I was trying to get some information about what we now know as like the Zethra group. They're funneling weapons to the children of the silence who are the, I mean, to my mind, the bad guys, they're the government, um, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're fighting against the Acolytes of the End, which is the sort of loose group with lots of different factions um, that I'm a part of. Yeah. And one thing that you actually learned recently as, um, I think, episode 30 or something like that, is it the... Um, what the Zethra group is, is is taking to the Children of the Silence is not necessarily weapons itself. It does eventually get weaponized in some way, but it's a precursor mm-hmm. to making some pre-tech weapon. I think that was information that Danny gave to you back on Glazov 5. Yep. And you've recently learned that it is a chemical by the name of hydroditrite, um, which is used in uh, human genetic engineering. Can we just call it HDT? Is that allowed? Yeah, or is that, a, is that already a thing? It's, I like. It sounds like it could be a thing, but that's it's probably. I hope it's not a bad thing. <laughs> I did. I try it. I like. I like the name of it. You want to call it HDT? Go for that's it. That's slightly easier to remember for me, Jeff. I don't know why. <laughs> that's fair. Don't worry, Nona's got your back. Um. So that that is that is what you were trying to figure out what exactly it was. Yes, and so yeah, got that from Dorian Gray very recently. That there's this chemical. It's being sent to the the Chancellor and Orisiyame because they're this ancient genetically engineered lineage of rulers. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Micah came racist. back to report on her findings. We found out that her sect of the Acolytes had been raided at some point and imprisoned. We went in, we broke them out um, and found out that that was just kind of like a play to get the rest of, of the cell. Yeah, um, so Zuri, during the first encounter, was able to escape as Zuri is a uh, teleporter. Um, so effectively, in order to try and get the teleporter, they, the um, the Children of Silence or the, the Silence operatives tried to get uh, Zuri to spend their teleportation, their uh, ex- exertion, mm-hmm. in order to get their friends out so that uh, Zuri could be captured without teleporting away again. And Micah was around as well. So they were trying to get the whole group together and, and capture them. Um, While that was happening, you also ran into some friends. Single friend. Single friend. Yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. found uh, Natalia, who was the person who uh, was kind of seemingly masterminded the whole thing. And Alex did not have a good time when he saw her. Yep. 
And uh, Natalia Kane is the daughter of Hunter Kane, who was a part of the or the target of the supposed assassination attempt that has um, Vaughn McRaven, uh, Micah's boss man, dude, mm -hmm. mentor. Mentor is probably the best mentor way to works. say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not boss man, dude. Boss I really <laughs> like boss man, dude. His official title is a wise old man. <laughs> so it, it is a little messy, but uh, you guys got here trying, Micah was trying to report some findings that you had. You learned about Vaughn and Hunter Kane. You also briefly on Glasgow 5 got a prophecy, the two generals prophecy. Mm -hmm. uh, this is trying to, this was probably alluding to these two generals <laughs> fighting across on um, different sides of the same war. Um, Wait, there were two actual generals? No. In the two generals prophecy? <laughs> uh, it was. Or is that two general? <laughs> I hate you so much right now. You can I, leave. I, I, <laughs> oh, God. Out. So uh, one other thing is in order to break the rest of Micah's group out, you enlisted the help of a Ursum by the name of Cyril Sharpclaws. Then we wrecked his whole life. Yep. Who later took uh, Claire in order to try and leverage Claire and knowing that Claire is wanted by the Beholder Collective. Um, and you guys are, are wanted as well to try and get you to find um, his chemist. Mm -hmm. You guys said, nah, screw that. We what, found the chemist. You found the chemist, fucked off everything on with fire. the chemist. We yep. burned his house down. <laughs> he did burn his house down. Which eventually brought you to Jade. And there was additionally some information about Deacon visiting yes. the Calvin estate as well. Deacon is a person that I don't know all that much about, but um, that was just kind of name dropped there. And um, the things that we do know is that he was quite likely on my sort of starting point Space Station, I think it is. Yep, Asimov 1. Yep, sure. Um, Asimov 1, when it mysteriously got set on fire for some reason, and then Nona woke up. Um, so Nona is running with the assumption right now that Deegan is probably trying to kill her, especially because he has a had and then left behind for no discernible reason that I can tell, a pouch around his neck that contains shards of a mysterious blue crystal that I failed that one roll on, so I don't know that it's secretly, clearly yeah. the same stuff that is made out of... And I think we've said this before, but Nona can obviously um, have her suspicions that of what it is yeah. of a true AI core, but it does seem to be different than yours in it's some way, and you can't quite way. figure out what that means. Um, so that that's what that role was was about. But that's yeah, fair. so guys were in Breeze, escaped yeah. Breeze with all friends. We did. You sort of convened a meeting during the Calvin estate to try and figure out the next steps. You decided your next step was to investigate this assassination attempt um, on Hunter Kane's life that was supposedly taken out by um, or performed by Vaughn McRaven. You visited, you came to Jade and you've realized that very clearly something different happened. There were three people there, Dorian Gray being one of them, supposedly bifurcated in the um, encounter. encounter. Yeah. And escaped somehow or was taken somehow by whatever this flesh beast was who attacked you this last episode. So we have a couple of players in this we've got the children of silence who are using who um are headed by the chancellors 
four of which have been sort of trading off back and forth um, and using genetic engineering in order to prolong their life. We have the um, acolytes at the end. We're trying to stop that, but are unaware of the origins of the, the children of silence. We have this mysterious third group um, known only by the name that causes the brain to itch um, because no one else other than Nona can hear the word or read it that appear to be working for both sides. Dorian Gray expressed, um, said that at times these creatures would sometimes stymie the revolution while at other times help the revolution. So it appears this third party wants the civil war to continue on. And then additionally, there has been some mentions previously, but Cass, the planet that you guys started on, the one that the Beholder Collective has its headquarters at, has some interest in the um, Orsimian Civil War and likely has sided with the Children of Silence as they are the, the leading members. So that's kind of the story on this planet up to this point. Do you guys remember anything that I'm missing? Argus is kind of waiting on us to go decide if we're going to go help him get to a different system or not. Goro is waiting for us to come back and um, rate him on his sweet sweet martial arts ninja skills, waiting to hear back from from Dorian Gray, who he believes us to be, Mm -hmm. um, because that was awesome. Uh, Zip is waiting on us but zip can go f themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah those are the those are the big ones i think oh also i think we technically just casually dorian gray mentioned that alex is the son of a cassie in general which i think we we sort of suspected already but uh, yeah way to spill the tea on that one super spy let's just say that there have been a lot of things that pointed to that but I don't believe the characters. But then have Jeff ever got really impatient. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> the characters still have yet to discuss it, and uh, yeah. I believe when Dorian Gray brought it up, Alex started looking around as if like, "Who's this about?" <laughs> yeah. So um, that that's a thing that exists. I yeah. just want to call it out because sometimes when we don't mention things that aren't immediately relevant to the running away from the flesh beast situation, Jeff gets mad and thinks we missed them. But no, we know. We no, got it. We just don't want to talk about we it right now. We don't talk about it. We've our known feelings. each other for like two weeks, all right? <laughs> Actually, I, that, that's something that I've figured out. You guys have um, been together for about 29 days. Oh, then we're fucking best friends. <laughs> I think that actually puts us at the level of summer camp best friends, not gonna lie. Alex never had a summer camp best friend. He doesn't know what those are. <laughs> has, but, has David? <laughs> Let's not talk about that. (laughs) I'll never tell. (laughs) All right. So we left off last session with um, Micah and Claire. Well, Micah waking up from this this shared dream first and and waking Claire. Claire then admitting that this is a dream that she has quite often and is specifically the day that her village was attacked when her mother died and when she was taken in by well taken in is the the, the wrong connotation kidnapped sure. stolen mm. by the um the children of silence and silence operatives um 
And then <laughs> I think Alex just ended up being in the room when the conversation was happening, drinking a cup of coffee, as Alex is mm-hmm. often to do. Um, I'm actually going to rewind a little bit uh, because there was a moment where Nona went, uh, Dorian Gray went off to the side of the boat. Uh, she said, she mentioned she wanted to think about things as you guys have both, uh, have all reached out to her and said, hey, why aren't you the one doing this or why aren't you at the very least offering to help us do this thing? Why is it on us? And Nona made a, a, a pretty passionate pitch to say the least. And Dorian Gray was like, uh, I, have, I have some things to think about and went over to the side of the boat. <laughs> and thought about that. <laughs> and thought about, thought about things. In fact, she, she took out like a, a piece of driftwood, which as we know on Arisiame is quite rare. It either needs to be imported or like scrapped from something else because there's no native biosphere on Orisiyame. And she was whittling. And mm-hmm. before we went to uh, Mike and Claire, Nona went yeah. to sit down next to her. So yeah, let, let's just do that. Got, yeah. Nona just got kind of yelled at for inviting everybody along on adventures, which is is correct. She has been doing that. and Maybe she should stop. But right now she's kind of like wondering and thinking about like sort of what's the difference between our group and random people because there's clearly some sort of difference there, but she doesn't really get it yet. Okay. So Nona, you, uh, as Dorian Gray kind of has her legs off the side of the boat, um, just whittling, (laughs) David just did a pushing motion. (laughs) Um, Nona goes up to sit be- beside her. Are you going to to say anything? Are you going to? No, I'm just I'm just gonna exist. I think I'm not like super in your space either. Like sitting close enough that she knows that I am there, yeah. but like not like nose five inches from your face kind of thing, as I imagine Nona is sometimes want to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, as. It takes a while before Dorian Gray says anything. And she's it, what she's doing is it, it's not actually just mindless whittling mm-hmm. that you see her doing. Um, it's not just taking a piece of wood and just slowly carving off different parts of it to just make a point. She looks like she's actually crafting something out of this block of wood that she has. And it it, it takes a while, but you start to see the shape of a, um, a wolf. Or, or a dog or some kind that is, is sitting, um, She's not sitting a very on good its hind her. legs with its its um, its arms outstretched in front of it, um, just standing at attention almost. And she's she hasn't quite gotten into the details yet, but uh-huh. it's it's clear to see it's that roughly th- the shape of that thing. Yeah. Sure. Um, and she sees you sitting next to her and says, "So, uh, what got you into this group here?" You know, I'm not 100% sure. Mostly, I I was hired to drive a ship somewhere. And then while we were driving the ship somewhere, um, we discovered that we were secretly uh, human trafficking, which we decided was a bad thing. So we stopped doing that. And then a bunch of stuff just kind of happened. Kind of stuff, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> well, um, let's see. 
we went and we fought some people. I'm going to like recount in very sort of vague, not quite understanding what what has been going on in terms. But like we went to this planet and then we we fought some guys over some supplies once. Yeah. I hit one of them with a hover cycle and then i got some hover cycles which was really cool we planted flames on the side of them and then we went to like this the the spaceship and recounting just like in very sort of vague terms because i've noticed people don't like it when i'm dropping details but like from noda's perspective we fought a bunch of robots we found a dog dear santa (laughs) pretty much (laughs) and just kind of and and now now i'm here and I'm not really 100% sure why we're here, but yeah. That's fair. She continues to to whittle. When I was looking into you guys, I was, and, and, and she takes uh, the, the knife from what she was whittling and, and points at you, not in like a threatening way, but kind of like at a point, like, <laughs> like just like, be. for emphasis. She, yeah. Sure. But you, you're an interesting one. I uh, I was looking up just absolutely everything I could possibly get, but um, you just appeared about what a couple of months ago and started taking up different trucking jobs, you know, galaxy trucking jobs. Yeah, I'm good at driving. <laughs> yeah, where were you before that? Do people not normally just do that? Well, normally they don't come out of nowhere and just start doing that. I was on a space station for a really long time. Gather it was kind of boring. Hmm. Well, I've been here uh, practically my whole life, or at least as, as long as I can remember. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like you. Don't really know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Just enjoy doing what I am doing and like to keep doing it. And it doesn't seem like going up against the big honchos, the, uh, the children of the silence is a great way to keep on doing that. As she goes back to whittling this this wolf that she has in front of her. Hmm. I don't really know why we do most of the things that we do, to be honest. But this seems like a pretty big one. Seems like kind of something that, like, if you ignore it, it, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Well, very clearly they've been here since around the scream. And since no one's done anything, we're still here. So I guess that is true as she continues to carve into the details into this this wolf i'm just gonna continue to sit there i think i don't really have anything that you want to get from her specifically or or talk to her about i think you know actually i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna say so this deacon person i think he might have been trying to kill me hmm what makes you say that Well, I was on my space station for a a long period of time. And then one of one of the nights I woke up and it was on fire. Um, And I never really knew what caused that. But, you know, I found out recently that apparently Deegan had been there on the space station right around the time that fire started. And, you know, space and fires are not normally it's kind of hard to make something accidentally catch on fire in space because of the the lack of oxygen you see yeah um and so i think he might have tried to set me on fire 
And I'm a little bit afraid of that. I think most people don't want to be set on fire. Yes, this I have learned through several observations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I didn't look him up when I was trying to figure out what you guys were about, but I'll I'll, I'll look him up and and send a long word to uh, Jordan, who you guys I think are going to plan on meeting in the morning. Um, Anyway, I got to go. She's starting to look down at a watch. Uh, that she's had as she pulls back a, a sleeve to reveal said watch. <laughs> I think you guys should meet with Jordan Donahue. I'll, I'll think about your offer I might join up with, but uh, definitely talk to him. He, he'll have some good information, and he'll be able to look up information about Deacon. Qu- question, Jeff. Yeah, what's up? Do we know where we're going to meet up with Jordan Donahue? This is not a thing that I wrote down. Yeah, she she would have given you um, okay. his, his home address. <laughs> the Donahue <Fantastic>. Cave. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's filled with the spooky yeah. monsters. Um, cool. And, and that and that then with the like, I need to go. I'm gonna like drive the. Actually, no. You, you don't need to. If you move to to get up, uh-huh. she just points in the distance, and you see a um, a jet ski that is unmanned Fantastic. just come in, and it, it's it, it's quiet. <laughs> um, and unless you you try and stop her, I Micah and Claire are sleeping. I don't know if Alex would be hanging around here. Um, she's just gonna get on that jet ski and she's gonna go. Nona is adding that jet ski to her shopping list. <laughs> jet right. skis are cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess after that, then I, depending on what time it is, like I'll duck down and go meet up with people to go tell them that Dorian Gray left. Yeah, it, it's probably still, I would call it probably early or really early morning, mm-hmm. like four or something like that. Okay. So Micah and Claire are probably still sleeping. Alex would certainly still be up as he's uh, this is the last night of wide awake serum that you have going, correct? Um, I actually get this I get one more night after after this one, but okay. then it's it's done. Um, so we we can move forward to then where we were at the end of last episode with Micah and Claire waking up and uh, we can talk about this prophecy. I think we I can't remember exactly where we ended off. But I think Claire yeah, just but, sort of gave the whole spiel as to where that dream was kind of from. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Um, yeah, that's it's kind of wild, whatever it was that that just happened there, the the sharing the dream and everything. Uh, if uh, so, did Nona come into the same room with us? Do you think you're around as we're kind of waking up and dealing with that stuff? Sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, hey, it really hey, depends on the, the various timings. So I think that is more a GM question than me. When when Dorian uh, Gray leaves, I will come below deck to tell you that Dorian Gray left. I if imagine that, that now, the below deck is kind of like a studio apartment. Yeah, is that right? That's the way right. it's kind of set up. Yeah. So I don't know how Nona spends her night. but yeah. mm. Just kind of walk in. And... Right. You're there. <laughs> I'm here now. I've decided it. <laughs> Perfect. Everyone's Love here. it. So if everyone's there, I'm going to be like, okay, so... Uh, we, we had a prophecy and I'm going to like try and recount it from memory, but I think that, well, actually no, she, even though she has this dream all the time, she wouldn't remember <laughs> what she the prophecy the, is. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going to like quick before the dream fades, try and like just 
spit back out the words I can remember. Oh, no, that that was that sounded that. perfect. It sounded word for word. <laughs> <laughs> no stuttering at all. Uh, okay, that sounds like um, an 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 island that has important information on it regarding what the silence is up to. Yeah, some like secret island. Like it must be on Orisiyama, the silence thing. Sounds like a place that might have information, but I don't know. Maybe some something we could toss at Jordan, see if he yeah. has any thoughts. You're the apparently he knows down. things. You're you're from Osiame. There's no um, Atlantis analog for for this place, Jeff. It's just kind of like lost. No, yeah. There, there's. Um... I mean, there are definitely islands on Orisiame. Obviously, I've talked about the continents, Ostia, Strania, Corstia, and Gilfern. Obviously. Obviously. Mm. Remember all of those from the Love top Gilfern, of my head. Didn't yeah. even need to look at my notes. Lobster, um, crawfish, <laughs> other other ones, Gilead City. Uh, <laughs> but there, there, there are uh, islands that are around. Most of them are uninhabited. Just because that since there's no native biosphere, you kind of want to be closer to other things such that you can like get food and important supplies and stuff like that. So this an island in particular, this this wouldn't ring a bell like, oh, it's it's this thing over here. Mm. Good. Well, um, is there anything else yeah. you 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 can remember about the dream, Claire? Um, I don't obviously if you don't. You oh. probably don't want to think about it, honestly. That makes sense. Wait, but, um, Micah, I was in a, a, a TV. I was looking at, at you and hmm? a, a, a guy on a, de- a desk. Is that uh, not relevant? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, that, well, uh, I, I was in, in your little dream space. So, like, yeah, sure. If that was something uh, that happened, the, the TV wasn't there at, at the time. But, um, yeah. Don't need to don't need to dwell on that one, but yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, um nothing else that was just, you know, a dream that I have. Um so your your prophecies when they you I I think you've mentioned that uh when they come out they're supposed to be for the people around you. Is that something you've you believe was told to you or something? I Gave, to some extent, yeah. I, I gave my first prophecy um, that day at, at that point, but it wasn't didn't sound anything like the one I gave Micah right now. That that sounded different. Though the one that I gave was about an oracle being found. Mm. They didn't t- tell me much about it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Because mm. somebody else has heard the prophecy and has... You know, if these are things we want to follow up on, it's kind of a head start of a while. But uh, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So if when they when they took you and heard it the first time, uh, that one wasn't about the island. Then I guess that was for us and for you specifically. I would guess m- me. Yeah. Um, but that means that maybe they don't they don't already know about that. Which I mean, I guess. It, seems important um the silence used to work there but now they don't yeah anyway cool let's see if if jordy has anything to say 
Does oh. anyone want breakfast with a side of prophecy? <laughs> also, uh, Dorian, Dorian Gray left. Oh, how? <laughs> what? On a, on a jet ski. A, a jet ski piloted by itself. God damn it, she's cool. And I <laughs> would like one. It's like Knight Rider, <laughs> the ancient legend <laughs> of David Hasselhoff and <laughs> the talking car. <laughs> Alex loves David Hasselhoff. She's not going to join us, but she also recommends that we t- speak with Jordan Donahue, which is not surprising as that seems to be her recommendation constantly yeah she said that last night yeah she's really into him mm. well he is a playboy after all <laughs> speaking of which what is a playboy well, alex <laughs> yeah what, what is a playboy? <laughs> we're all looking uh-uh. at alex now. no 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 <laughs> i made pancakes <laughs> So you guys make pancakes, as as is the the standard uh, waking up breakfast that you guys seem to move towards. Um, what are what are the immediate plans right now? Are you going to discuss things any further? Or are you just going to go straight to um, Jordan Donahue? I was going to say Dorian Gray, but you don't know where she went. Um, she went that way. <laughs> in a direction. In a direction. On a really cool jet ski. I mean, I guess we we head towards Jordan Donahue, yeah. and if somebody wants to talk about something on the way, it's not like we can talk about what happened yesterday because we, <laughs> we don't remember. We just did it. Yeah. No, the before that. Oh, the knot bear. Yeah. I didn't like the knot bear. I don't remember very much about it, but I don't. I remember I don't like it. That is a good instinct. Okay. I'll, I'll hold on. Hold to on that. to that. So uh, the address that you guys were given is one uh, that goes to a a spire that is, while it is one away, not one that you guys have been to yet. Fantastic. Um, So are you guys going directly to that spire? Are you going to another spire and then walking over to that? I think we we take, it would be my instinct to take the boat whenever possible, especially if there's like just free dock space everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would say take the boat to keep it close in case we need to. If escape. we can find parking <laughs> well drive. Nona yeah. can parallel park boats. Uh, it's <laughs> really <laughs> impressive. Yeah. That, that, not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as as you make your way towards this specific spire, you notice the, the spires that you guys have been going to and spending a lot of your time on have been uh, more of the, the industrial uh, lower end ones. Uh, the one that you're going to right now has, because you can see like major casinos, like ones that have absolutely huge billboards. Like these are tourist traps. These are tourist attractions. This, this particular spire, a lot of the other ones don't necessarily have this, but this one has imported just tons and tons of sand to make out these these beaches out in front of these casinos. So there's a bit of a strip uh, along. And you go towards the, the back end of the spire, and as you look around, it is just ostentatious. Like, it is just... This is one of the, the, the like, the more populated, more high-end ones. And as you look up the... Um, the spire itself, as it, as it raises into the sky, you also see just 
a bunch of different like villas that are tucked away into the spire that have like these elevators that go up to the top of of the spire. It, it reaches up probably a couple hundred hundreds of feet. So it, it is quite elevated near the center. And as you guys disembark, I'm not going to worry about where exactly you guys disembark to. Goofy five. Or uh, how much credits that might cost. You're able to disembark without a problem. You make your way to uh, this address and you realize that it is near the center of the spire. And a lot of the, the time that you've also spent so far has been near the outskirts. So as you trek closer and closer to the center of this thing, you realize just the elevation gets taller and taller until streets are no longer, uh, can no longer just be straight up. They have to do that thing in San Francisco where it does the, the, the wind back and up. forth. Okay. Sidewalks turn into just stairs. Oh my God, carry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't leave me. All right, jump on my shoulders. <laughs> oh, okay. And, oh you, you find well, your... it is uncomfortable seating. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you you find yourself uh, getting to this address that was given to you by Dorian Gray, and you just see a a fairly large gate in front of you and the fencing all around. Next to the gate is a little outpost where you see a, a couple of men just hanging out and talking. And on this gate, you see a, a big. Uh, emblem that has two letters on it, J and D. I wonder who the, the, those initials could be for. Jorian Day. <laughs> oh, no, Jorian Day. <laughs> um, Wait, so before uh, we yep. get too too close, do we, we don't have anything. We gave the beacon back. We don't have anything to show that we met with Dorian Gray. Um, and also, we're asking him a couple things. Micah, you, you're Free to, <laughs> like, he, like, taps her head and, like, my God, you, you're free to, yeah, you know what you want to ask? Um, I know what I want to ask. What's a playboy? <laughs> ask it directly to him. He would know. <laughs> so, I mean, Doran Gray was just telling us, like, this is the guy to talk to, to follow up on her whole, like, exposition thing about the, uh, the, chancellor family and and all that crap and then there was this thing about the prophecy i mean did we have anything else she she did also say that she would send ahead um if if she had time i don't know given that we you know only made pancakes and then came right here but she said she would reach out and if she found out anything about deacon would would tell him as well so i would hope at the very least he would know we were coming probably but that the, the jet ski nice. was fast the jet ski was very fast it was very cool that's good that's one good. one other thing that i haven't heard you guys mention is i believe she also said something along the lines of he has information about these flesh beasts and perhaps a way to inoculate yourself against mm. the, the, the this issue Sweet. that you're running into where you can't remember or perceive it yeah. okay cool. okay um let me down <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of tension in your shoulders well, and this cannot be good for you you don't like it up there Fine. <laughs> no no maybe don't yeah, whatever i feel very tall. i'm pretty sure alex <laughs> is taller than micah yeah. not stronger though <laughs> 
Okay. So uh, you, you so guys have this um, this gate in front of you. There's an intercom next to the gate. Additionally, there is this little security booth that have a couple of security officers in it. You don't. They don't seem to have noticed you're here mm-hmm. just yet. They haven't really started saying, "Hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Get off my lawn." <laughs> Let me guess. Somebody stole your sweet roll. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys want to do? Uh, so it sounded like she was going to let him know that we're coming. Yeah. That, that's uh, We have an appointment. There's yeah. an intercom if you want to yeah. buzz the house. Additionally, you could talk to the, the security guards as well. I feel like you have I, to talk to the security yeah. guards before you buzz the income, otherwise, intercom. Otherwise, yeah. stuff would get real weird real yeah. fast. Alex, like, who does, like, a little wave? <laughs> and what I say is here. I'm technically sort of, you know, wanted. I probably... We're, we're expected. I mean... I, I, I don't know how much more you have to say yeah. for these these kinds of people. And so Alex does a little wave of the hand to get the attention of the security guard that's facing you guys. He taps the guy who's across from him who turns around and slides mm-hmm. open a window and sticks his head out and says, How can I help you guys? Hi, yes. Uh, we have a meeting with um, Mr. Donahue. He should be expecting us. Uh, can I get the names? Hi, I'm Nona. Uh, Alex. Uh, Micah. Claire? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, he, was, he was expecting you guys. <laughs> I got a real... Argos? No. <laughs> Argos is back at the, the Calvary. Yeah, yeah. We miss him terribly. And he says... Not. Oh yeah, he, he was uh, expecting you guys. You can go head right on through the gates, get on the elevator, and we'll buzz you. You'll we'll take you up. Cool. We do Thanks. that. Thanks. So <laughs> these ornate gates slowly swing open, and as as you move past them, you something that I didn't describe before, but. What you see in front of you is not just like a long road or a driveway up to a house. What you actually see is a platform that has these railings on either side of it. It has a console near the um, the, 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 the wall because at this point, the spire itself is almost a sheer cliff. And so you step out onto this elevator and it just, it lurches and you guys start going up the spire as you go up higher and higher and you can start to make out the um uh, the outline of Not this here. villa that has been built into the the side of this fire the spire um hundreds of feet up important question can we see our boat from here yes fantastic in fact the the view is absolutely gorgeous the the lights and just the other spires that you can see out in the distance and the webbing that um, of all of the different bridges that are connecting it is very picturesque. It's very clear why someone would go to great lengths of dealing with having to take an elevator to go home to have this particular view. Um, and eventually you reach the, the apex of this elevator and it opens up into just a fairly nice balcony area that has a uh, front door. And as you guys approach the front door, which I assume you're doing as you're trying to enter this villa, uh, it opens up and you see a man. And I shall describe this man to you. It's a playboy. (laughs) Look at him in his playboy suit. Dressed from head to toe in his playboy (laughs) suit. Is that a bunnies on it? Um, Smoking a playboy. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We're getting off track here. 
So you guys see a tall, clean-shaven, handsome man that you struggle to place a specific age on. He has short, styled silver hair and wears a white sports coat over a gray undershirt. And he just absolutely exudes confidence. Like he is he's just kind of this very charismatic character. And on either arm, you see uh, two women who very clearly had previously spent the night. And he's saying his goodbyes to them and just sort of shooing them off. And he's like, oh, but we didn't even get to spend that much time with you. And just he shoes them off and says, welcome. I heard, uh, heard a lot about you guys. Uh, come in, come in. He didn't even make them pancakes? Convenient timing. Nah, he, he just kicked them out. Wow. Wow. Rude. He, it's okay. He has NDAs for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, <laughs> and so you guys uh, walk in, and th- this the, um, the, the front of this house is basically all made of glass so that you can always see out into overlooking this the sea and these tall buildings and stuff and um as he takes you in it appears that there's been a party here the night before some things are like a little messy there's some uh empty cans and glasses out and about um no one else is in the um this villa with you guys except for him and he says I heard a lot about you guys. Um, would you mind following me into the study and I can get you up to speed about some of these things? Sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. <laughs> yeah. So he, he takes you in and into the study, you have a fairly, he has a fairly large desk, fairly nice computer. He, this Everything within this house is very clearly expensive, but, but not show-offy expensive, like this is some good stuff. So this guy has like a discerning eye. Uh, The back of the study is just filled to the brim with books. Um, In fact, can I have you all make a a wisdom notice check, please? Fucking wisdom notice. Six. Seven. Ten. Okay, so Alex... You notice that the the wall directly behind the um, the desk itself has a bunch of books that don't seem to be any particular thing. It's not like oh, these are a bunch of robotics books or something like that. They're all leather bound and they're all numbered. Um, it's like one to probably fifty or so books that are one to fifty, and you actually see fifty one laying open on his desk um, with a pen next to it. And it it doesn't appear to be like these, these are things in print. This appears to be just a bunch of journals that you see stacked along the, the back end of um, higher up on one of these top shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, uh, you see a underneath those two shelves of filled to the brim with like almost these journals, you see a bunch of ornately carved wooden uh, figurines almost. And it's a bunch of different animals, some that you recognize, some that you've never seen before. You see like a stag deer. You see additionally like snakes and a a wolf and Mm -hmm. some, um, some other animals as well. And all different sizes, but definitely very clearly hand carved, Mm -hmm. just placed up on top. And he takes you guys in. He, 
he shares, uh, shows you guys to a couple of seats that are in front of his desk. And he starts working on his computer and says, all right, so what do we want to do first? He starts typing away at his computer. Nona, which one is Nona? Hi, I'm Nona. Hey, uh, I got uh, information from um, Dorian Gray that had she, she wanted me to look up a uh, deacon. Is that right? Yes, please. So I was going over some of these uh, travel records, and I, we, we we do have, it looks like, a deacon that came to Arisiame, uh, uh, let's say, four months ago. Um, I, I looked into him a little bit. Uh, he's a, he's a robotic scientist from the, um, Aeon, the planet Aeon. Have you heard of it? It's in Have the Eglany <laughs> system. This I'm going to need spelling on this later. <laughs> we'll do that offline. Yeah. Aeon is like Eon, but with an A in front of it. Eglany is A-G-L-A-N-E-I. All of you guys never heard of this planet before. Also never heard of this, this, uh, system before. Yeah, not much is uh, known about this guy. He had an interest in some true AI technology, it looks like, from some of his research papers, but nothing ever really came of it. Worked for a place called Silverlight Systems, uh, probably for about 15, 20-odd years until he left in pursuit of finding more information about pre-tech regarding true AI. So sorry to hear that he tried to kill you. Mm-hmm. on that space station yeah yeah what else can i help you guys with let's see um there was also a couple of there was some information around we wanted to look up where those documents were right 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 he starts <laughs> typing away man this guy I goes love, a mile a minute i love right. this can we always just <laughs> go into a room with an npc and stand there while they hand us the answers to all? are them? you guys gonna like say anything ask him any questions I or mean, he's I, just gonna like he, he seems like he, he's just he's going, going and he is, is telling us things we want to know it so. is very clear there's something about like diving through all of this information and like digging into it that he, he's enjoying quite a bit um, that and the cocaine <laughs> really, 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 really wakes you up in the morning. I would, I would before, before he, he starts on moving on for that, I'm going to say, um, do you know if Deacon has any connection with uh, Dr. Samantha Calvin or any interest in her research? Well, I can see here he uh, traveled specifically to her estate. That other than that, there doesn't seem to be any... Um, information regarding why he would know about her or probably found her during his studies um, at uh, Silverlight Systems. But I'll be honest, there's not a ton about him from before his time there. Does he have a ship? Yeah, he has a ship. And he starts uh, typing up some things. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. We can discuss more details later if you would like. I'm not familiar with uh, robotics as a business. Um, Silverlight is big. They do. They do anything important? Oh, just um, so uh, Aeon <laughs> itself is is one of the um, the, the forerunners of um, robotics studies. Uh, they uh, the 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 planet itself is is crawling with all kinds of expert systems. Uh, and virtual AI. So they're, they're really the leading researchers in that sphere right now. Um, Silverlight Systems is a big player in that, but they mainly work with expert systems, nothing true AI or anything like that. That The information for how to make those things have been 
lost to time, so to speak. But it seems this Deacon fellow is really trying to uh, find out any more information that he could possibly get from it. Oh, no, no. It is the uh, the red dwarf. Mm. Color red is our color. <laughs> Sounds like a good employee. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Micah, I think you have. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned the documents. Yes. So um, I understand from talking with Dorian Gray that there may be some documents that are laying around regarding uh, the workings of the Children of Silence. Now, I want you guys to understand that uh, the reason why I have information uh, regarding ships coming and going and some other things like that is when you make nice with the children of silence, they tend to look the other way when you might not be doing things completely above board. But I can just say that in the uh, the past 20-odd years, it has been concerning some of the things that have been happening here. And despite the fact that I work with them, I wouldn't mind it if there was a, uh, a, a change in the regime that is currently ruling Orisiyame. So I started looking into this along with Dorian Gray, and there appear to be a couple of sites, mostly in Ostia, that would likely be black sites that um, would probably have some of this information that we could look into. Um, That's how you two got acquainted then. I was going to ask you and, uh, and Dorian Gray, the mutual interest in that kind of stuff. We have worked together for quite a while. Um, my uh, mother, who started this this company, um, actually got into working with the, um, the 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 current Dorian Gray at that time, and we just kept the relationship going. It works. It's useful to have um, friends in high and low places. Mm. He goes back to typing on his computer. Did. Did Dorian Gray make those? And Nona's going to point at all the carved things. And he looks back and says, uh, no, no, she she didn't. I, I bought those. And he, he goes back to, to typing away. <laughs> hey, so about those black sites for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we heard a little something about uh, an island that used to be like run by the silence, but then... They left. Does that is there anything in particular that you might know that might line up with uh, one of those? If it, that might be in Ostia or something like that. And uh, when when you bring this up, his his eyes narrow a little bit and say, "Um, an island? No, I none of the the, the sites that I was currently looking at appeared to have been an island." Um, you you said does something happen to the the island or is it currently under use or uh don't know all the details sounds like it's not in use okay and he 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 starts typing away and and as he does that he pulls out a um a couple of uh, a cigarette carton and says do you guys if i do you guys mind if i smoke uh, he uh, alex fine. kind of looks at claire <laughs> <laughs> why why are you looking? I don't mind. I literally could not care less, so I just, I'm taking with you. Okay. No, I don't I, mind. I do not believe we mind, but I will advise that is not great for your health. Uh, the cottons mm-hmm. also say that. 
Yeah, the, 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 camel boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It, as soon as he doesn't hear any like immediate like ah, I don't really feel like that that eh. he just he he pops one out and lights one as he starts um smoking. Uh did you know that cigarettes used to cause cancer? <laughs> <laughs> they don't anymore because it's the future. <laughs> it's just hot flavored air. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to have known this was coming, Jeff. One, one moment, one moment. I, I I lost a thing. Where was it? What are those space camels? There it is. Oh. Cassian spirits. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I did see something. I do see something here. Uh, it looks like there was a research lab on an island off the coast of Ostia. Um, it was investigating uh, applications for nuclear material. Um, no, but it appeared to have an accident about 50 years ago or so um, that irradiated the entire I- island, leaving it uh, uninhabitable. Uh, name by, goes by the name of Westfell Isle. Is this useful information? It, it appears to be completely irradiated. Uh, well, uh, that might have been the one that we heard about. Uh, yeah, appreciate it, Dan. You really do know. Where, 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 where did you uh, hear this, <clears throat> this this all about? Oh, um, while we were in the uh, prison, which I'm assuming you've heard of, we were at one point running away from agents of, of the silence. Um, and as we were going through there, they were talking about, you know, old bases, places that they used to be stationed, uh, talked about this old island base that was abandoned for some reason. We're trying to kind of collate some kind of location. Well, yeah. it maybe there's something there. If you guys know something about it, it would appear that you would likely need some kind of vac suit in order to get there without um, being completely irradiated, though. Yeah, that, that would be uh, for the best. Maybe we'll... Try to find some place around here. I could probably, those. I could probably get you guys some vac suits. Nah, nah, don't, don't, don't trouble yourself. Thanks, though. You sure? You guys... We don't even know. No, Jeff, we're not we, going there. We don't even know if that's the right place. Make I, us. I, 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 I'll kind of whisper to them, like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, because I, I can protect everybody. So one, one, one last thing. I heard you guys had an encounter uh, last night with something that might be hard uh, to uh, understand. Uh, uh, uh. And Nona's going to interrupt and say, "Don't." We're calling it the not bear. We saw a not bear. If you say if you yeah. say the the words, they it's it's uncomfortable for them. But yes, if you could resolve that for us, that would be phenomenal. We did not see a bear. Definitely, <laughs> probably not a bear. Yeah, pretty sure it was not a polar bear. No, no, no. Looks slightly exasperated at this. She's really sick of being stuck in these situations where, like, she kind of knows what's going on. She can't say the word. She can't describe the not bear. It's frustrating. It may have been a strong gust of wind. So um, I, I, I assume Dorian gave you some information as to some of the things that may be happening around here. And I, I feel uh, it is my duty to try and help, at, at the very least, uh, clear up some 
ambiguities around these not bears. When uh, uh, Dorian Gray first ran into one of these, uh, she asked me to look into what it may or may not be. And most of the information that is immediately available makes it seem that it points towards different kinds of propaganda regarding um, Zionist propaganda. Uh, talks about psychics making deals with shadows or shadow demons in order to gain their powers, which is very clearly not what happens. Some additional digging I found in some old archives is there was a name by the uh, person by the name of Dr. Hans Gerson. Real. Uh, what a strange person. <laughs> what an odd kind of name. Yeah. What what a strange, odd name. Yeah, it's um, it's, he was saying very similar things where he claimed that uh, amongst us lived these shadow beings, these shades, as he called them, and uh, claimed that uh, he had created a procedure that would inoculate people um, called clipping. It um, there, There's not a ton of information around it, but he uh, met an unfortunate end when he was... Uh, put to death for a murder spree mm. that included a lot of people that he performed these um, clipping procedures on. So, so to be, uh, to get this totally straight, was it, he performed the clipping and then went on the murder spree or the, uh, or the clipping procedure killed them? It seems from these documents that he performed the clipping procedure on these patients. They saw these same beings that he claimed to see as well. And at a later date, according to the, the police reports, he killed these individuals later and um, was sentenced to death. I see. At a, at a later date. So it is not the procedure itself that killed them. No. It is that he operated on them and then a no amount of time later so, killed them. The, <laughs> or they died and yeah, it they, was said they that died. He, yeah. Yeah. Even during uh these times it appears that there was some uh anti psychic feelings. He himself was a psychic. And it's possible that uh, the uh, the police department didn't see everything, but I'm I'm there. There are some gaps here. Uh, it doesn't quite the, the timelines don't quite make sense. There wouldn't he couldn't possibly have killed all of these people while also doing some of the things that he claimed to have been doing. So things don't add up, but it appears that that all wrapped up and uh, he was uh, put to death despite all of that. Mm. Um, there's not a ton of information about the clipping procedure. It appears that it's a neutered form of torching, um, one that almost a secondhand torching, where the uh, a bio scion uh, pushes uh, an individual above their um, their system strain in order to imbue them with um, so much metadimensional energy that it acts as um, torching, but without actually any of the uh, the side effects. Mm. Not entirely sure what else was involved, though, if there was any other 
drugs or anything. He was a doctor of some description. Oh, he was a biocyon. How about that? Anywho. Uh. <laughs> and he, he takes, he sits back in his chair and takes a long drag from the cigarette. Oh no, we're getting secondhand. Ooh, strawberry. <laughs> Gross. So, yeah. Where do we go to find out more information on this clipping? Well, I, I could try and look up a little bit more. It appears that um, he did work at uh, the uh, uh, hospital nearby, um, but this was back hundreds of years. I'm not even sure they would have these files anymore. I was really hoping for some sort of shot or pill or... <sighs> um. And as you guys are, are sitting here thinking about all of the information that was just given to you, his uh, phone rings, his compad rings on the, the table, and he says, oh. "What's his ringtone?" Uh, Toxic. Yes. Oh shit! I gotta take this. And he's like, "If you guys just..." can give me like one moment and he goes off into the other room leaving you in the study to discuss things. Nona would like to read journal entry 51 or journal the 51 one. the open one. Okay. I'm snooping. I'm are, snooping are you, real hard. So uh what are you just going to quickly flip through it? Are you what are you trying to discern? Kind of um so first of all I want to look at it if there's like sort of entries yeah. Um. Sort of thing. I want to read the most recent entry and then kind of move backwards from there. Yeah. So it, it appears to be a journal. Yep. Um. You see uh, a date, and the most recent date uh, was written on there, and it talks. It, it seems to be a diary of some kind. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a quick look, see, um, shows. Okay, uh, he went and talked with such and such investors and such and such time, mm -hmm. but then also described had, after that first blurb, which seemed like this is Dorian Gray's day. Uh -huh. Sorry, Jordan <laughs> Donahue's day. a little heart day. next to the Dorian Gray. <laughs> after, like, this appears to be uh, Jordan Donahue's day where he mm -hmm. was meeting with people and later throwing a party and stuff like that. There's a second entry mm -hmm. that corresponds with attacked by met with such and such that appears to match up with the same night that you guys had with Dorian Gray the night before. And, and you flip back and some days only have a, a Dorian Gray entry. Some days only have a Jordan Donahue entry, but sometimes they switch between it. But it, it seems like there's some information that is being mixed in these particular diaries. Mm -hmm. I will share this information <laughs> with friends. Does someone say, will I ever be happy? It doesn't. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> he's doing all right. He seems like he's enjoying himself. Yeah, he's having a good time. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, those are definitely a, a couple of of leads on things. I mean, yeah. I, I want to go to Radioactive Island. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I've been like, you know, uh, I'm going to abstain from the vote. How how trustworthy do we believe Jordan Donahue to be? I do believe he is working for the people that have aligned themselves against your team, no? Yeah. So I don't trust him enough that, like, you know, I think we were on the same page, Alex, talking about uh, 
where we got the the information about the island and and that kind of thing. I'd also kind of prefer for him not to know that we're going to follow up on that. Um, mm. It seems like he, he he's working with with Dorian Gray, and I believe that. And I, like I believe what he's telling us is probably true, but he's like too helpful. Claire, do you have a read? I didn't read his thoughts, if that's what you're asking. Hmm. But I, I can, if you want, when he comes back. Mm. Might be useful. He is well off, so he might have some way of knowing. There, um, There's technology to know if someone's listening in, and especially high-ranking members of mm-hmm. corporations tend to have this in these devices. I vaguely recall you got a read on Cyril yeah, before. I Was did. that reading specifically his thoughts? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Alex is going to take this time to walk along the uh, the bookshelves that are just kind of out in the open going around the journal. Yep. Um, just walking around there. Okay. Is Are you looking for anything in particular? Nope. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a very well nice, well-kept study. Um, all of the, the books themselves seem to be in a, um, like very neatly in order. One of the more, uh, one of the earlier books is slightly pulled out. Maybe it was recently looked at and never pushed all the way back. Alex pushes that shit back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Alex hates that. (laughs) Which was that one of the journals? Yep. Oh, no one is reading that. Okay. No, Alex, Alex straightens it. He, he doesn't take it out. It's it's no, out of the totally. book. You push, you push it back it. in there and just you've drawn attention to a different yeah, book. Yeah. So Nona gets Other up than that, this. I was going to read one, but if there's a reason to read another, I'll read a different one. Yeah, it, it's one of the earlier ones. So mm-hmm. it's not 51. Um, this one is probably in the like the single digits. This is like five. From the early days. From the early days. Mm-hmm. And so you, you flip it open and you, you start looking through and the, the dates that this corresponds with appear to be a, a couple of probably like a decade or so mm-hmm. after uh, the the known uh, incident of the, the scream. Got it. So uh, this is a time period that is everything is kind of gone to shit because society relied so much on psychics and all of a sudden there were absolutely no psychics around. So a lot of these entries um, are are, are talking about, uh, appears to be some clandestine activity. It's very clear that if there is any ruling body, um, this would, some of the things that are being described here would not be kosher. Things like uh, smuggling in different types of pre-tech that don't rely on uh, psychic abilities, Mm -hmm. um, assassinating different people, um, moving money around, um, procuring foods and supplies and stuff like that. It's written in such a way that this could theoretically, considering that you know Dorian Gray has been around since about the scream Mm -hmm. and seeing the most recent books seems like a lot of the information is could have been regarding like Dorian Gray's activities, Mm -hmm. but you only see information regarding that. And Mm -hmm. as you're, you're, you're you're flipping through, can you make, (laughs) I don't don't even know what to to do here. Um, 
doing a, an intelligence notice check. Nice. Because um, you're you're trying to quick. You're not you're you're not taking your time to like read an entry. Are you looking no. for anything in particular? Or I'm trying to get a sense of like the timelines. Trying to get a sense of specifically if this was a book that was like pulled out. I'm randomly looking for the thing. Why was it pulled out? Mm-hmm. Um, While Nona is going through the journal, Alex is gonna pick out a random non-journal book so that she has deniability that we were just going through random books. <laughs> yeah. So you you, uh, you pick out. I don't know. Trees and how to grow them. You said oh, intelligence trees. notice? Treason. Yeah. That intelligence is oh, no. an eight. To serve an, man. An eight. An eight. So as you're flipping through, one of the, it almost feels like one of these has been creased a little bit. Like you, you just kind of open the book up and it just naturally opens this page because nice. this is what was maybe more recently looked at. And as you're scanning through some of these entries, a name catches your eye. You actually see uh, Hans Gerson. Hey, that's that one guy. Han, Han, yeah, Han. it talks about this no this clipping procedure, basically describing what Jordan Donahue just said to you. It, it talks about him having to find certain subjects. These subjects all being voluntary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did performed this procedure maybe with the help of like this ancient Dorian Gray, mm-hmm. maybe gathering supplies for, for some things or another. And uh, it eventually does seem to lead to, then there was a bunch of casualties and that's kind of where things left off. And no mention of the, the most recent entry we read said like had an encounter with the not bear, right? Or something like that. Yes. The, the fifty one. So there's no mention of had an encounter with as as flesh you beasts. flesh besties. Yeah, yeah, flesh besties. As as you continue to page through, you do see the word mentioned specifically, not yeah shade or anything like uh-huh. this. It is written out clear as day in front of you. Right. Um, like, and you also it almost seems like someone's talking to themselves a little bit. Uh-huh. So like, there's not just it's not just a rope this is what happened this day. Mm-hmm. It's like after you see all of the, the casualties regarding and that um, Dr. Hans Gerson was arrested, there's question marks like the word, mm-hmm. question mark, question mark, uh-huh. um, citing scene, da 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 And it's, it's the, the picture that you're kind of getting is maybe that Dr. Gerson was framed by one of these beasts to some extent, or at least according to whoever was writing this journal. That was going to be my next question about how close together the deaths were and if any of them, like, I'm, I'm looking for evidence of there being multiple of these things as opposed to just the one we've seen. Like, obviously, if it was trying to frame him, then maybe not. But if there was, like, two deaths that happened really, really close together or anything like that. And that that's one of the things that goes, it goes into detail a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And you're... you're You've hooked on to something. You found yeah. something you want to look at, and you're, you're taking a little bit more time to read the specifics. And it, it, whoever's writing these journals definitely seems like they're trying to figure out what happened. And it does note that several of the attacks do appear to have happened too close together. Um, so much so that one could argue two or three happened in the very same window. Um, so it does appear that one person could not have possibly committed these acts, but 
if you um if you're a teleporting flesh beast perhaps though maybe yeah okay <laughs> just hypothetically 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 you know <laughs> maybe if a teleporting flesh beast they go one place they cut <laughs> another person <laughs> then they go bada bing bada boom you're dead and bada bing bada boom you got 10 bodies <laughs> i'm <laughs> teleporting here <laughs> Uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> and as you're continuing, okay. are, are you guys, are you sharing this information or are you just gathering it as much as you can and then going to be talking about it another time? I mean, I will, I will share it as things are going, but obviously I don't want to be caught snooping. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like after this book, I've kind of like pressed my luck and I'm going to put it back and go. Yeah. If Nona is like, Hey guys, Alex is going to like hold up like a hand and yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> Yeah, I, think, I will. I will whisper share this information to the group. I'm gonna uh, take Claire over to kind of like look out the window past the spire, but also see if I can like get the reflection of the door that he just like left out of, so I can nice. kind of see what he's coming back in. Oh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. You, you you can do that. In in fact, you you can kind of actually see because the the villa itself kind of wraps around. Um, so you, you can see him just out in front where mm. the living area and the foyer is, and he's kind of pacing back and forth with a, uh, of the phone still to his ear. So you, you can tell when maybe he's coming back and try and maybe push yourself away from the window a little bit. So maybe necessarily he wouldn't be able to see you as well. Yeah. We've, we've worked out a sign. Great. Then I'm, as long as we're confident that he's still on the phone, I'm going to keep snooping. Any, any other thing that you're looking for in that particular book? I think not necessarily in this particular book. I think we have strong evidence to indicate what it was he was reading. I think another thing that might be good would be to go check, see if I can find in the timeline that mysterious night kind of thing. The what was in the warehouse and the previous Dorian Gray got split in two. And so that would be probably in a more recent one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm guessing like 50, 51. I don't know how far, but like that's, that's specifically what, what I'm looking for is okay. that and see if I can find another account of that and see if it matches with what we know so far. Absolutely. So uh, you, you put this one back. Mm-hmm. Do you, you shove it all the way back in? As I well? mean, I or do you really leave it like crooked like, out a little bit? I'm gonna leave it crooked out a bit, and then Alex is gonna, probably gonna swing by and push it back in again. Yeah, but once I you walk away, 100. That's sure. completely fine. But I put it back how we found it. And so you go back to the journal that is out sure. and currently has like a pen next to it, and you start flipping back a couple of days, mm-hmm. and you see okay, there's a couple of there, there's both a Jordan Donahue. And a um, Dorian Gray entry for this one. Mm -hmm. And this one you can see, okay, Jordan Donahue had a couple of meetings. He met with Arcus to say that this particular warehouse should have things moved out of it and that it shouldn't be used. And then you also see Dorian Gray meet up such and such plan. And then it almost like ends kind of abruptly Mm -hmm. it it appears that it was written before whatever happened actually happened. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you, Flip a couple of days afterwards. You notice there's a couple of days that are just missing, missing after that. So you, you don't really know what to to make of that in, in particular. But it appears that the entry for that day was probably written before the actual event. Because it's just saying meeting with Vaughn McRaven and Hunter Kane. Sure. And that was sort of it. Cool. All right. 
That's fine. I flip it back to the page it was open on and do my best to put everything back the way it was. Okay. Do you think we could go a tree on the ship? Quite possibly. That I mm, where where would it get its 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 UV light? It needs UV light. Isn't that what trees need? He flicks through the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going, Fun yeah. fact, humans yeah. actually also require small amounts of this UV light. So on a lot of spaceships, they're actually installed in, like they just come with the ship oh. in areas that humans often frequent. So it so you get your vitamin D and whatnot. We should, uh, hmm. we should install a hydroponics bay. Huh. That'd so be fun. Yeah. I would like to grow a carrot. Planting or Siame kids, they don't teach us a lot about trees. It's not really relevant. Yes, your planet does not have many plants on it. Any plants on it? Yeah, we make do. (laughs) There's less and less wood by the day. Keep turning it into animals (laughs) and setting it on fire. Are you guys going to do any more or snooping? I really, it's making me really nervous to do this. I don't want to look through this dude's stuff. I I don't trust him. As long as I've got a visual on him down there, I'll like, I'll let them know. Like, yeah, he's still Mm -hmm. down there. Yeah. And if he is still down there, um, like no one else is going to come into his office probably. And like, how long has he been on the phone at this point? (laughs) Probably like 10, 15 minutes. At Alex, like quite, quite a like, long time. Actually, Alex like looks at Micah and is like, yeah. thumbs up, thumbs like, is he yelling into the phone? Is he? It, can I make out his attitude? Yeah, can you make a, a charisma notice check? Please? Charisma notice. All right. Yeah, love it. A little better. You're trying to read uh, body language here. Okay. Eight. Nice. He seems tense. Um. He, he doesn't seem to be yelling or angry, but this appears to be a, a quite an important phone call for him. And it, it appears that he is trying to, like, negotiate something. Like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Okay, okay. Well, well, if we do this, like, yeah. But the read I get is it seems like this is an important business call. This is not him, like, arranging having us turned in or something. <laughs> Necessarily. Yeah, you you would infer that this is some kind of business call, business not business, not um, yeah, they're in my study right now. Why aren't you here yet? <laughs> yeah, okay. Is, is his computer still on and logged in? It sure is. <laughs> is your computer still <laughs> hacking? Intensifies. No one wants to hack or shit. Forget this book nonsense. Yeah. What exactly are you trying to figure out? Are you just like looking for files or, or something, or what exactly are you trying to do? So I kind of have have three, two separate objectives. I'd like I like to know actually three separate objectives. I'd like to know more information on our our current situation, our many many various different directions we can go in, and with the clipping, with the um, fl- the island that's completely uninhabitable. I also kind of want to know if. I, I don't know why, but just if this if this guy's on the level. So I think first thing would be check out the the history. If if Ooh, if I can, of, a <laughs> yeah. bold move. No, no, it's, no. It's you're, you're going into his no internet history. I, I would like to techniques. go into if his computer history, his internet history. If he was looking up the things he said he was looking up for us, and if so, also what was he looking up right before we got there? Okay. Was he on the Reddit conversation that we read out? <laughs> <laughs> Deep oh my gosh, Dark <laughs> Cooper Dark you bastard. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna go he, he was deep in pack. <laughs> it was him all. I oh, knew it. Oh, <laughs> um, of course, the Playboy. <laughs> deep in pack. So yeah, you, you do a, a quick cursory glance, and it does appear that he was doing some searching uh, around this deacon. He does have like some flight. What are they called? Plans. No, your flight plans. Is that that's, what that's what, when you like file, yeah. you say, "Here's my flight plan for going from A to B." Yeah, he he, he has a couple of flight Get on plane <laughs> manifests. He has a couple of manifests. Sure. One of which that was highlighted um, with Deacon, no last name, mm-hmm. Red Dwarf, and it, it it appears he wasn't bringing anything in. It was a fighter class, so mm-hmm. it just seemed to be him. Um, and he was coming from the uh, his. Planet of origin is Aeon in the mm-hmm. Eglany system. Right. And and the, you see this information. As you continue to go back, you also see some of the information that he's uh, looked up previously. Mm-hmm. So you see information regarding some of these black sites. And uh, he's not doing, like, internet searches for this. Right. It appears that he's following a bunch of different document trails, that documents that he has access to, shipping to these different places where it's like, okay— there are a lot of like pseudoscience kind of things being sent to these particular locations that don't necessarily ever come out. And so he has these shipping manifests. So he can kind of seems like he can figure out where mm-hmm. some of these places are. So that's how he's connecting these dots together. And then as you continue to, to look back, you also see information uh, regarding Micah. And Alex and you, you, you see um, Micah's wanted poster and uh, some uh, school documents for get, regarding uh, where she went to school for her psychic training. Did you get my good side for the poster? <laughs> this is important. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. You're only you you only ever show your good side to you any photographers. <sighs> Darling. Uh, ad- additionally, you see information. Uh, about Alex, about him being stationed on Orisiame, specifically on Gilfern. You see him, uh, you see that he is the son of a Cassian mm-hmm. general by the name of Hunter Kane, as well as a, 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 um, a Cassian diplomat. Additionally, you see a uh, news article about a fight that happened at Ragged Springs, where he's claimed to be one of the people missing in action. Hmm. And then you see you Not and you, some of your like driving manifests and stuff like that. Like you see just a wealth of information about the four of you as well. When did these research into us? What can I get dates on that? Like it was specifically done uh, the day before. Um, I'm going to look over my shoulder just at what none is scrolling through with all of our stuff and ask, does he have stuff about Claire on there too? He does. He he has the wanted poster of the three of you and sketches of the three of you, as well as a picture of her. It has mentions of her being called um, Claire uh, Watanabe. Hmm. It has her but adoption papers written up by Eriko Watanabe. Um, and it has just information around her as well. Nothing, it seems like, from when she was at, uh, when she was in, her village or where her village originated from. Mm-hmm. But it has that information as well. But it has like stuff about the like 
Oracle project or whatever. Nope. No. Okay. That would have been no right. one from, yeah, no, sure. no information no, around yeah. the Oracle project or okay, anything good. like that. Just this is a, a wanted girl. Good, good, good. Okay. Or a missing child. Not she's not wanted. <laughs> she's not a wanted girl. <laughs> she is wanted. But she's we want her. But that's <laughs> the same very important to us. And um are you are you trying to do anything else? I, I think that that's mainly mainly it. I mean, if we if we have more time to snoop, I'm sure I can think of more things to snoop. Um, What's his highest score on Minesweeper? I looked that up. What's the fastest <laughs> he's been able to do the hard setting on Minesweeper? <laughs> um, he, he seems to have opened it a couple of times, but he's failed every single time. Dumbass. <laughs> you always it. go for the corners. Um a uh, slightly more serious question. Like, obviously, this was trending this way, but like, did we know that Alex was the son of Hunter Kane before this? I mean, I know we you mentioned had... Cassian General. I know there we... are a lot of Cassian generals. I just, I'm just checking because Nona does not infer things based on there's stuff. Hunter there Kane, there's yes. Gatherer Walker. <laughs> <laughs> There, um, explicitly, no, but there have been a lot of things that would suggest that Alex was somehow related to the general that had the assassination attempt against them. Yeah. Um, I can go over quite a few of them, the biggest one being the two generals prophecy, and then, uh, like, uh, a son and daughter on a perch atop a bird of flames, all that. And yeah, Jeff, that, we know. Isn't that just the is <laughs> yes. No, but more more Nona doesn't infer things. So you Nona would have never seen known, it on paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nona has known son of Cassian General. Also, there's this prophecy that says these things. Also, there was this Cassian general who was injured. Yep, that is correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, his full yeah. name was never written out or anything. And he lived right and so he just like got brought to their i their, think he was in the or, hospital he's still in the hospital he, he's in the hospital right in the same one okay yeah mm-hmm. which might be the same one where they have more information about that one doctor guy or so he said although yeah that's actually that's actually an open question where's the the hospital nearby and does that have any relation to so there was a hospital semi nearby that... I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll they're the same hospital Fantastic. We know that <laughs> um, now, too. Yeah. There's one major hospital on Jade. It is the same one that Hunter Kane uh, was brought to when he was in critical condition. It is the same one that Hans Gerson uh, was working for. <laughs> Just Jeff warming up that accent. <laughs> Hans, yeah. Hans Gerson. Hans Gerson. Yeah. <laughs> This is how uh, I say it. Honestly, I'm a little bit at a, I'm at a loss of what to do here because I think Nona's mind is completely blown. And uh, as you are blown by some of this information, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to take that do, again? No, that's I'll take this again from the top. That's as you are blown away by the bombshell <laughs> that is this clear. information. <laughs> Jordan Donahue appears to be wrapping up his his call and is moving towards the study door again. No, no reset. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no reset. Wrap everything, it up. He's coming back. Including erasing the history of me browsing the history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the chair back and all, all of that stuff. Nona is trying her best at stealth. Cool. 
Really? Yeah, so you guys quickly just move everything back to whereabouts it was. Alex is still standing by the bookcase with the tree book. <laughs> just so that something's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he opens the door and says, all right, um, sorry to leave you guys in the lurch there. That was kind of an important conversation for Donahue shipping. Um, mm-hmm. So I can look into a couple of those black sites and uh, point you towards anyone in particular I, I got some words from Dorian Gray that she may or may not want to join you if you will have her. Um, it does appear that uh, you said something to her that changed her mind. Um, so let me know when abouts that might happen. I can get in contact with her and send her your guys' way, um, as well as I'll try and look into more what particular sites you guys want to go for. Sorry to, to, to cut this this meeting short unless you guys have anything more you want to chat about. I don't I don't um, think we did. No, no, I mean this is uh respectfully a lot more useful than I was personally expecting it to be, and a lot more one on one than I was <laughs> uh, expecting it to be. So I, I I very much appreciate it. Well, if you guys have any more information that you want to learn, I just I uh this is, this is a hobby of mine, digging into some of this this stuff. I enjoy doing it. So it was great meeting you. I would like goes, to exchange yeah. phone numbers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you... Uh, <laughs> Mine is five. <laughs> so you exchange phone number. numbers with Dorian Gray yeah. so that you might reach him Jordan again. Jordan Donahue. Uh, Jordan Donahue, a totally different person. <laughs> Jordan Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> so you exchange phone numbers with Jordan Donahue, and he... You know, offers you guys a, a quick handshake. He seems to be busy. He seems to be, have moved on from the conversation that you guys were previously having before, and just immediately starts sitting down and and writing in his his booklet as well as typing up on his computer again. It's like, uh, if you guys can can see yourselves out, I have a, a couple of things that I have to take care of right now. Yeah, no, no problem. Alex puts the book back. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Um, I'll I'll be in touch. Uh, and maybe I, I can also learn a little bit more about. This um this clipping procedure and see if we might um inoculate some some more folks that yes, might please. be interacting with these things. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. bears. Sounds not great. Bears. bears. Probably not bears. All right. And he does the little finger guns like all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And goes back to what he whatever he was doing and is really no longer paying attention to what you guys are doing. So I assume you guys just head out unless you want to discuss anything more with him. We know who you are, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, that's, yeah, that's I, guess I think not. that's it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, I think as as we're there's so many things wait. I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We we uh, wait. Uh, Alex waits to talk about anything story specific, probably until he's out of the house. Yeah. You you guys uh leave the um leave the villa. It was a very mm-hmm. nice view. Uh it only took about probably a half hour to deal out all of this information, maybe closer to 45 minutes since he also had to take a call. Um, so you guys, it, it's the morning. Uh, what do you guys want to discuss? That, that was a lot of information, uh, again, that was was given to you uh, quite freely by a person that you never really met before. Okay, so, um, yeah. What, what, are, what are next steps? We know... Um, we know more, I guess. Well, we don't. Um, am I correct in assuming we don't want Dorian Gray to join us? Um, I mean, I mean, I mean if she wants to to come, uh, 
but but we need to know what what's happening next. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to actually like come out with us in the field, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Just like not trying to like make her part of the group or whatever. That's not happening. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think what what you said last night made some perfectly good points it seems like i can't remember if i was there for that conversation or not <laughs> you you um, were because then you guys told me to stop trying to recruit people remember? oh right okay yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um so i think that's fine um it definitely looks like either we've got this island which seems like it's probably priority one since we just got that thing last night about it or I guess we could break into another medical facility. <laughs> love it. Love when that happens. Love doing that. Um, I, I tried to read his mind and uh, I, I couldn't. It was like, um, it was like Nona's, but oh. not like Nona's. Brother! <laughs> <laughs> Nona goes running back. No, no, no. There was a not. Nona, there was a not like Nona. It was, it was, it was more like there, with Nona, I, I, I can't latch on to anything. Um, but with him, it just I felt like there was interference or something. No, no, you look sad. <laughs> you look sad at that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to phrase it like that, Nona. Inter- interference, like... Um... Yeah, like I, I, every time I tried to read something, it would get super fuzzy and it would make my head hurt and then I wouldn't be able to... Ah, uh, meta. Meta scion. Yeah, that could be. He didn't say that he wasn't. I want to know if this clipping procedure can affect non-psychics as well. It seems like he's able to um, to to see the the word because he was writing it down on that page that you just saw, right? So he I think definitely was. Yeah. Um. Or was that not in the same place? So that might have been his. That was that back was in, in the journal. day. So that was that in a journal been, way back in the day. Right. 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 Like five hundred. Fifty oh, years ago. Okay. Okay. But so then, several ancestors ago. Got it. But what, when they were talking about our encounter, they didn't use the word there. No. He or Dorian Gray. Now. Okay. Go. Cool. So gotcha. Right. So we have that hospital. Um, yeah. Where? So we don't need to make a big thing about it, but where your dad still <laughs> is there. Yeah. Beg your, excuse I don't me? know if I shared that. Did you? Okay. I did not share. It was that. brought up by Dorian Gray as well. Well, Dorian Gray said Cassian. Hey, Cassian General. That's Fine. fair. All right. If if Nona didn't say it out loud, I don't. I don't it. think Nona. Nona was considering whether or not to be a giant blabbermouth about it as she always does. But then once his face came back, so Nona still does not know what to All do right. with this information. And I won't stir that pot today. Yeah. <laughs> Later, dad, what what is a dad? <laughs> I, I don't no know father. her. <laughs> Anything else, major? So you got you guys have the hospital lead. You have the island lead. Um, One I, of the two. Yeah, I mean, it really seems like the island is the most important thing. We don't even know if this hospital like would still have documents from five hundred years ago. Nobody important would be in the hospital. <laughs> I. Yes. Um. Um, and again, just to keep in mind the end goal of what we're trying to accomplish, which is, <laughs> uh, which is no, and that, that's that's very fair. Um, freeing Von this is McRaven. Fr- freeing freeing Von, Von McRaven. That's yeah, what I got it right. Free, yeah. Freeing Von McRaven because. Oh. No, no, forgot. <laughs> 
Ever, we came here to talk to Dorian Gray. This is the stuff that Dorian Gray told us about, and now we're following up on that, and that is why we're doing what we're doing here. This is good. In doing this, and if we continue to be good, Dorian Gray is an ally. Jordan Donahue is an ally, and it seems like our values align, and we can use uh, their influence and have them in on the plan to ultimately free Von McRaven. So I'm happy with our course of action right now. Nice. No, no, real quick. What's your ringtone? <laughs> my ringtone. Oh my god! It is eight bit talks. The... <laughs> no, but it will be after this. It is the most generic thing. We're talking like not even like the generic one. I she turned it to like you know single beep or double. Oh, it's not beep. like no, it's not even that. It's like beep beep. Like all absolutely all interesting things has is, been stripped out of it. Is there a smoke detector that's around here? It's just like, is there a bomb? <laughs> oh my god! That is my phone. Oh. Nona answers her phone. Oh. So you can see that it is Arcus calling. <laughs> I was just wondering whether to bring him up or not. Uh, hi, this hi. is Nona. Um, so working docs. Uh, I see it. It's in it's in one of the warehouses. I turned this on speakerphone. He sees the flash paste. Am I on speakerphone now? Yes, yes speaker. keep talking. We're coming. Yeah, Alex is here. Uh, it's um, near Donahue Shipping. It is in uh, a warehouse that is not used, and it's not alone. It's got a friend. There's two Nona, of them. No, no, hang up. Uh, we'll be right there. Call Jordan. Uh, let's get Dorian on this as well, please. Can, do uh, we get? Can I get more information from Arcus as to where? Uh, yeah, and he he gives you the the, the specific warehouse. It's Luckily just another for warehouse. Us, All right. It's one spire over. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a big it's a big boy. Of course, you need to get out of there. Uh, yeah, you you got to get clear, bud. All right, cool. Uh, bye. Get people <laughs> yeah. moving. Split up. Make Man. sure they're not following you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trip uh, people. Trip people stay alive. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, can it I takes. get actually? Can I get somebody else to call Jordan Donahue? Because I really think we should stay on the line with with Arcus and keep yeah, keep yeah, getting yeah, yeah. updates. No, while... absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You're so I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on the line with Arcus, and we are. I'm going to start heading in that direction. Sure. Um, I'll call, but for can you like? Do you remember the number? Or can yeah, you, yeah, can yeah, you pull yeah. it up on your phone I, while I, you're still yeah. on the line? Okay, great. Totally so, do I'll, all of that. And I'll die. Anytime in you direction. guys exchange phone numbers, just you all have the phone it. number. Okay, fair. I'm, I'm just gonna. I so appreciate we, that. Yeah, that yeah. That cell away. phones in the future, just instant. So, so uh, love it. Jordan Donahue picks up and says, uh, "Hello, I thought we just." <laughs> Hi. Sorry to interrupt. This is. Micah again. Um, not bears. So yeah, the so uh, not not bears uh, apparently are in one of your empty warehouses, like right now. Are as are. in multiple. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. I, Put the loudspeaker. <laughs> Merge the call. Phone party. <laughs> are 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 we in a conference call? <laughs> Of course, it doesn't sound like you're running. (laughs) 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 All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, Okay, I'll I'll take care of this. If you guys want to join in, uh, let me know. I'm going to send something to Dorian Gray and and send a couple of of people that way. Shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Thanks for the update. We're heading there now. Yeah, no problem. Thought you might want to know. Excellent. Awesome. (laughs) Bye. 
Bye. But it's heading there. Yeah, let's go. As do full you, do, speed. Are you going to stay on with Arcus yes, the entire time? the entire time. time. Okay. Want updates, want signal, all of that. Going to run in that direction and be like, my bear friend. Can't let this bear die. And <laughs> stay alive, Arcus. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We will figure out if Arcus can stay alive next time. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, right. baby, leave him. This is all your fault. If no, he dies, he's, I'm never he's gonna live. You. He's gonna live. He's, he's been called. That's the law that matters. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sometimes people call and then they die when they're not on the phone with you and you just show up and fight the thing over to the corpse oh, of your bear friend. Like, Arcus. Is it a thing that has gone through before, too? So this is what you want to